This is the 5 a.m. Miracle, episode number 438. Two workouts a day, and the beautiful power of doing hard things. Good morning, and welcome to the 5 a.m. Miracle. I am Jeff Sanders, and this is the podcast dedicated to dominating your day before breakfast. My goal is to help you bounce out of bed with enthusiasm, create powerful, lifelong habits, and tackle your grandest goals with extraordinary energy. In the episode this week, I'll break down why I began working out twice a day, the benefits of doing difficult things, and when it's the right time to say yes to a big challenge. Let's get to it. doesn't love a good challenge? Well, most people. (laughs) The funny thing about challenging activities is that they are only truly daunting to those who never attempt them. Think about that. The people who are the most scared or the most intimidated by challenging activities are usually those who've never attempted the thing they're thinking about. Do you find difficult tasks really challenging after you've already successfully completed them? Well, probably not, and for a good reason. The challenge transformed from a perilous, fear-inducing hellscape into something radically new, beautiful, and possible. The act of taking on difficult challenges, of facing fears, of saying yes to things that you really don't want to say yes to, that transforms your life. It transforms your perspective. It makes you a new person. A better person, a stronger person, someone who is able to take on more challenges, and someone who actually wants to, which sounds crazy, right? But it's not. It's actually possible and beautiful. So this week, we're going to talk about, yes, working out twice a day or other things like it, but most importantly, the beautiful power of intentionally saying yes to difficult and challenging activities, goals that scare you to death. Yes, we're going there this week because this is probably what you need. Because that's what I need right now. Which brings me to why I am now working out twice a day. You know, back in high school, I actually used to do two-a-day workouts, uh, known as two-a-days. And two-a-day workouts are intense, they are exhausting, but they are incredibly transformative, especially when your goal is intense physical fitness. Now, for me, I was playing soccer in high school, and so I was doing two-a-day workouts over the summer to prep for the fall season, which is hot, it's difficult, it's exhausting, it's not what you want to do most of the time, especially when you have a coach who is yelling at you or giving you intense things to do. The perspective on all of this can be one of, wait a minute, why would I opt in voluntarily into anything that sounds that difficult? There are a lot of reasons why you would say yes, and we're going to get to those this week. But let's get to why I said yes to two-a-day workouts now, 20-some-odd years after high school, right? Way beyond what a coach is telling me that I have to do X, Y, Z. Why would I voluntarily choose to work out twice a day now? The answer is probably not that surprising. I'm exhausted, which is probably not that surprising considering what has happened in the last few years. Everything from, yes, the pandemic, but also the fact that I have two young girls in my house and having young kids by itself can be quite the challenge. 
And anyone who's ever been a parent of young kids knows just how draining all of this can be. And especially because my youngest is just four months old, we're still going through sleep training and trying to figure out how to get reasonable rest on most days. Having said that, you might say, well, Jeff, if you've been more tired than normal, what in the world are you doing trying to work out twice a day? It's a great question. And the best answer I can possibly give is when you are experiencing a challenge, when life is difficult, sometimes the best thing you need is to add more difficulty to it, which is extremely counterintuitive. Obviously, who wants to make their life more difficult when it's already complicated, when it's already chaotic? Why would you opt in to doing this? What it does is gives you intense tunnel vision. It gives you the chance to actually say, wait a minute, if I'm going to be doing these things, you know, challenge one, two, three, four, all in a given calendar, all together, how can this be possible? And is this worth it? And when I ask myself these questions of, well, here are the things I've been challenged by recently, whether it's energy or calendar messiness or young kids, and then say, well, wait a minute, what's going to help the most in this scenario? Considering there are things that I don't control, but then there are things that I do. And when I think to what I can control for myself every day and the thing that would help me the most in this season of my life, well, then all of a sudden it makes me realize, well, if I was in phenomenal shape right now, if I had more energy right now, if I had more to bring to the table when I'm at home with my wife and kids, I can bring more. I can give more. I can be more present. But those things are very difficult to pull off if I'm exhausted, sick, tired, stressed, and don't have a system in place to counter those challenges. In other words, yes, my life may be more busy than normal, but adding in the right kind of extra busyness actually reduces the stress. It reduces the chaos, it minimizes the damage, and actually allows me to filter and prioritize what matters now. Which, yes, means a lot of things are being postponed, delayed, or canceled. Which is the point. When you have a chaotic calendar, when things are difficult, and you add in more difficulty on purpose, you will be forced to prioritize in a way you never have before, and the things that really don't matter, they just stop. They disappear. Things that you think right now are critical or important or necessary, they may not be. And you're only going to know the answer to whether they are or are not by taking on something else. Now, this is kind of the opposite approach that most people will take. It's the opposite advice. Usually what I say in these scenarios is cut, 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 remove things, let go of things. Well, guess what? That's still going to happen, but because you added in something that was more valuable. The addition of something challenging could be the solution to your already challenging lifestyle. So in a nutshell, that's where I'm at. I am choosing a 5 a.m. wake-up call. I am choosing to drive to the park, to run for an hour, come home, have a work day. At the end of that work day, I get my daughter from daycare and we go to the gym. So yes, I get two workouts in per day. No, that's not seven days a week, but it could be if I wanted it to be. Because the reality is, if I need more of that, if that's the priority, if that's going to benefit me and put me on the map of where I want to be in the future, then that's what's going to happen. 
And yes, there will be sacrifice along the way, but that's what brings us to the main topic this week, which is the power and the benefits of intentionally choosing difficult things. Now, I just gave you my perspective on working out twice a day or why I think that might be helpful. But doing difficult things for you could mean a number of things. There are so many possibilities for what this is. So let's actually break down for a second exactly what these benefits are, why doing challenging things is beneficial, why someone like me would opt into more chaos in the middle of chaos. Number one, it's just purely inspirational. We are motivated by other people doing hard things. You know, you may hear my scenario of having two kids at home and choosing to work out twice a day as being something that inspires you, or maybe not. I get personally inspired by those who are doing things that are way beyond where I currently am. Uh, recently on the podcast, I discussed David Goggins and his book, Can't Hurt Me. David Goggins, a Navy SEAL and an incredible athlete, has done things that are far beyond my own achievements, far beyond what I could imagine for myself. And I find inspiration and motivation from other people doing things that are difficult. We are inspired by that, motivated by that. We are at the core of who we are, truly and deeply moved by people who are willing to move themselves. We value that. It's incredible to watch somebody else overcome a challenge, do something that's powerful, that's beyond what we believe was possible for them, and that is a part of life. Not just to watch other people do it, but to turn that back onto ourselves and then ask the obvious question, what if I could do that too? What if in 2024, you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with my sponsor, Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, 
And speaking of David Goggins, I'm a part of his Facebook group. And one of the trends that I have seen recently that is incredible, but also crazy, is this program called 75 Hard. If you've never heard of that, it is a mental toughness challenge that's, yes, also physically tough, but it's designed to truly push you mentally, and it's comprised of some pretty intense activities. On the face value, each one of them, one at a time, is fine, but in combination altogether, will challenge you in a way that most things just never do which is why it fits perfectly for the episode this week, because I want this to become, in a sense, not the ideal, but an example of something that, if you were to pursue this, imagine what is possible. So here are the five uh, core tenets of the 75 Hard Program. Um, Of course, this entire program is optional. You do not have to do this, but if you choose to, it goes for 75 days, and during those 75 days, you're going to do these five things. The first of which is two 45-minute workouts per day, with at least one of those being outside. So by definition, my two-a-day workouts I'm doing now with a morning trail run and an evening uh, trip to the gym, uh, that would qualify. The second uh, requirement for this program is to follow a diet. This could be any diet you choose, as long as it's reasonably healthy, uh, with two qualifiers for that. The first is no alcohol and no cheat meals at all. In other words, you're choosing a diet you can stick to all day, every day, for 75 straight days. That's tough. (laughs) The next one is to drink four liters or about one gallon of water per day. Uh, For a lot of people, this is reasonable to do, but you definitely want to do this if you're going to work out quite a bit. Uh, Number four is to read 10 minutes of a personal development book but no audiobooks. So reading a physical book or a Kindle book, but you're going to read for about 10 minutes a day in your self-chosen personal development book. And then finally, you take progress photos of yourself frequently, uh, possibly every day, but at the very least, you know, on the regular so you know, here's what I've been doing, here's how I look, here's how this program has transformed my life. This is a tough program. There's no doubt about it that this If you were to pursue it and take these rules at face value and do them as they're written, this is, by definition, hard. This is a challenge. And that's the point. If you follow the website of the creator of this program, he says straight up, this is a mental toughness program. This is designed to be short-term, like a boot camp experience. It's not a long-term thing. But if your goal is to prove to yourself you can do hard things to get yourself off the couch and into the world doing things and doing things in a healthy way. This is an example of that. This is in large part kind of my personal inspiration to say, wait a minute, if I'm experiencing a difficult season right now and I want to transform myself, well, then how can I up the stakes? How can I take myself to the next level? And if two-a-day workouts are part of that equation, bring it on. Like I'm ready for that. I need that. So the question I asked earlier of why would I opt into that? Why would I opt into a program like two-a-day workouts or considering the idea of a 75-hard program? Well, the answer is because I need it. It is the medicine for my illness, if you want to use that metaphor. It is the thing that's going to heal me, or at least in part. It's part of the solution. And honestly, it's already working. This is a thing I've been doing for the last couple of weeks, and I can tell you right away, 
changing your life in a dramatic fashion, especially when it involves your daily habits, that is by definition life-changing. It's incredible what it can do for you. So if you're asking the question for yourself, well, you know, I'm not going to do two-day workouts, Jeff, but I want to do something that will push me like that. Well, just imagine what would transform your life if you said yes to it. That's where it begins. So to make a very long answer a little shorter, the number one question of what is the benefit of doing hard things, it is inspirational. We are inspired by others. The second great benefit that I have seen is that it's possible. That doing hard things by looking at them from the outside, we might think they're too hard. We might think there's no reason to even attempt something that's that difficult. But when we do, when we say yes to difficult things, we prove to ourselves it's possible to do. Now, yes, you can follow someone else like David Goggins, who is doing incredible things, ultra marathons beyond ultra marathons and physical feats that are just mind blowing. You might look at someone like that and think he's superhuman. He is beyond what I would ever be capable of doing. But the amazing part about someone like David Goggins or any other extreme athlete or anyone else pushing the boundaries in their field and doing so in a way that really inspires others is that almost every single time they will come back and give the speech that they all give, which is that, hey, I'm just a regular dude. I'm just a guy who'd said yes to this. I built this. I trained myself into this. Therefore, it is possible for you. It is possible for you to reach that same level of achievement or go beyond it. And once you believe that that's true for yourself, the sky's the limit. Anything is possible. And it's an incredible thing to be able to see in yourself, which I have in the past. You know, I mentioned that David Goggins has run ultra marathons. Well, I have as well. And I actually didn't discover David Goggins until years after I had finished my big season of running a lot of ultra marathons. And I wish I had known of him sooner. But one thing I will say is that when I look back at my life before I was a runner, you know, I was the kind of guy who was just out of shape, not his best self, similarly to how I've been recently, actually, in my life. But back in this season of my life in my mid-20s, I went from the guy on the couch to running a 5K, and then from a 5K to a 10K, and then to a half marathon, and then a full marathon, and then eventually, yes, an ultra marathon. I was able to take myself from someone who was not in shape, who didn't even think it was possible for me to ever do that. I did that. And that transformative process to prove to yourself that this thing that seems impossible is possible for you, oh, that's so good. That's where real life kicks in. That's where the joy and the beauty of doing difficult things becomes so miraculous. You know, this show is called The 5 a.m. Miracle for a reason because it is miraculous to see the transformation in yourself to prove that difficult things can be done and you can do them. That's powerful. Fast forward to the end of 2024 and think about your goals. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should check out my sponsor, Babbel. 
Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, and studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions, without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, the third benefit of why doing hard things is so beautiful is that it's obviously wildly helpful for your growth. So, yes, you prove to yourself you can do hard things, but you also gain new skills and are then willing to use those skills to take on even bigger goals in the future to accomplish even more. Whenever I look at my life or especially my business and I'm asking myself, you know, what's going to help me to move forward with where I am right now? Almost always, the answer is, let's go take on something new and difficult and see how it inspires growth in other areas of my life and my business. Let's see how it changes me. And it's always, always the same case every single time that when I take on something difficult, even if that thing fails, I still gain tremendously from the process. We grow as people when we take on things that cause growth. And the only thing that will cause growth is challenge. You have to opt in to challenge to grow. That is the process. That's just how it works. Now, the fourth great benefit or reason to take on hard things is that it will inspire others along the way. You know, we don't just inspire ourselves. We don't just grow by ourselves in a little cave. When we do hard things, other people notice. Now, yes, there's the obvious people like David Goggins, who has a big personal brand and he has a book and lots of videos. He's out there promoting his growth, showing you what he has done. But there are people watching you and your life, even without books and videos and an online platform, you are inspiring other people who see you every day. When you take on big challenges and you succeed, or you just even attempt the big challenge, others see that. They are inspired, and then they go and grow themselves. This is a powerful reproductive process. The more people that take on more things, the more people that take on more and bigger things. It is a wonderful cyclical process that inspires more action, more productivity, more creativity, and more growth. It's a win-win-win all the way around. Now, the fifth and final benefit here for why doing hard things is wonderful is why not? What else are you working on? I know it sounds condescending. I'm sorry about that. But seriously, here's the question. What else could you possibly be pursuing if you're not going to take on something that's going to change you for the better in the future? Now, I've been in seasons of my life where big goals just sound obnoxious to pursue. Like, I don't have time for that. Not interested. No, thank you. Been there. I know what that feels like. 
I've had the opposite of that as well, which is bring them on. I'm ready all the time, more and bigger and better. And that's all I want to do. But the real question comes down to what is your tendency? Do you tend to take on big projects or do you tend to hold yourself back? That's the real question. And by the way, to define a big goal, this is personal. This is subjective. You get to decide how big the goal is. So when I ask the question, what else are you working on? I'm asking that not in a way that says like, you should also go do the same things that I have done or David Goggins has done or anyone else. No, this is about what are you working on that inspires you? Why not push the boundary? Why not see your own potential? Why not challenge your potential and go beyond it? That's the point. Like, what if you tried something difficult, even if you failed? What is possible if you said yes to adventure? That's a fun question. Which actually brings me to the final section today, which is when to say yes to a big challenge. Because not every season of life deserves a big challenge. But the ones that do, they really, really do. So number one, when to say yes to a big challenge before you feel ready. You will feel ready after you say yes and after you take action. The emotion comes after the action. Feeling ready for a big goal isn't really a thing. (laughs) It's just not. You just say yes, basically like you're just writing a blank check. You don't really know what's going to happen next. And then you just see what happens. That's the big adventure part. That's the fun part. Yes, it can be scary. Yes, it can be daunting. Yes, it can be out of the norm for your personality or your tendencies. But this is where life is really lived. A little bit on the edge, a little bit of excitement, a little bit of risk. And that pays off tremendously if you take action before you feel ready. Because obviously, if you wait until you're ready, that day may never come. Act now. The emotion is after the action. Number two, when you should say yes to a big challenge is when you have put off something already. You know, procrastination just delays progress. If you're right now thinking of something in your head that's difficult, that you've been putting off, that you know you need to do, go do that thing. Stop waiting, right? Don't listen to me anymore. Turn this episode off and go do that thing. Because procrastination is a death sentence for productivity. It's a killer of emotion. It's a killer of self-esteem. We need to pursue the things that we're not pursuing that we know we should be. Because there's something about knowing we should be that's that's deep in us. It's in our core that like, if we pursued that, if we said yes to that, if we finally took care of that, ugh, the stress is gone, the pain of not doing it is gone, and the success is there. And then you get to move on to the even bigger, more inspiring projects. Now, the third time in your life of when to say yes to a big challenge is when you're in a rut. If you felt bogged down by life and work, especially in these last few years of the pandemic, mix it up. Radically change something. You know, I go into ruts uh, seasonally, basically. Between seasons, I tend to hit ruts. When I'm not inspired for the next big thing, I tend to fall into this, well, what am I going to do next mentality? Like, I know how this feels every year because I hit some kind of a cycle like this regularly. And so when you're feeling that way, that's a great time to radically change something. Mix things up and try something new. The new experiences, the new challenge, 
that's going to pull you out of that rut faster than anything. Now, the fourth time in your life to say yes to a big challenge is as soon as you finish something significant. So I just said that I get into ruts kind of seasonally. What I mean by that is after a big project, there's a lull, and then the next project begins. So as soon as you finish something significant, it is time immediately to go on to the next thing. Now, you may take a break on purpose, knowing what's going to happen when you come back from the break, and those are great. Breaks are good, but we need to move on to the next big thing fairly quickly. If you let the rut last too long, you let this lull, this kind of darker period just kind of fester for too long, it becomes the norm. And the norm should be the pursuit of something ambitious, something exciting. You know, a lot of great authors actually begin their next book while they're working on the current one. In other words, there's an overlap of projects. There's an overlap of big things to say yes to. So once they've chosen this next book, yes, there could be a break at some point in there, but they already have the next one in mind and they've already begun the process of making it happen. So as you finish something significant, the next project should be in the wings, ready to go. And number five, the fifth and final time of when you should say yes to a big challenge is when you feel excited to say yes to a big challenge. You know, when you're inspired to take on something new, do it. Strike while the iron is hot. If you feel good about something, act now. Because those kinds of seasons of wanting to do big and hard things, for most people, those don't come very often. You know, we have the opportunity to lean in to something that's difficult or fun or challenging, and we miss that window, the window closes, and oftentimes it will not reopen for a while. So if you have the chance now to do something, take that chance. Do something. Inspire yourself. Inspire others too. And for the action step this week, of course, you know it, do something challenging. You know, you don't have to work out twice a day, but pick something that sounds both beneficial and demanding of your potential. What inspires you to move? What sounds difficult but fun? What would change your life if you just said yes to it right now? Make that choice today. Hey, it's Jeff Sanders, and I'm here to tell you about Greg McEwen and his amazing show, The Greg McEwen Podcast, part of the Yap Media Network. Want to achieve more by doing less, all while avoiding burnout? You can design a life that really matters with Greg McEwen, author of New York Times bestsellers, Effortless and Essentialism. His mission is to help you advocate and negotiate your way to remarkable results. Every Tuesday, Greg discusses one key topic he finds interesting and valuable through the lens of the essentialist. Every Thursday, he invites thought leaders, entrepreneurs, celebrities, and people like you for inspired weekly conversations focused on learning how to do what matters first and do less but better. His content will stir your thoughts and spark inspiration and action. And his British accents, well, that's just the cherry on top. Subscribe to the Greg McEwen podcast today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.